with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and happy Christmas. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles, the original Ghost Chronicles. Chronicles. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, my co-host, the queen of pain, who Aha, Marion Wood. <laughs> How you doing? Boy, you hate that now, don't you? <clears throat> I don't hate it. I'm used to it. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I was just talking about some of our investigations this afternoon with this girl, McKenna, and she's very interested. So I'm, I'm hoping she'll have a chance to listen tonight. Well, not only that, you can buy the book. <laughs> there you go. Well, she said, honestly, she said she's going to. She's looking into buying the books because she wants to read up on it. So Ghost Chronicles and more yep. Ghost Chronicles. That's Can't right. Ghost Chronicles. <laughs> well, I was telling her, you know, some of uh, our experiences and adventures, and she was like, oh, my goodness. I said, oh, yeah. So she's all excited. She's going to go out and buy the book. So That is exciting. It is. So next time we will get a check for more than 41 cents. <laughs> I actually, you know, it was funny. I brought the check with me to the bank and I thought, I'm almost embarrassed to put that check. I know, isn't that funny? <laughs> check on the counter. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to, ma- I want to make sure that they can balance their books. So that's fine. Yeah. Mine's still sitting here. Uh, for, the, for those that don't know, we, we wrote Ghost Chronicles, what, 2007? Yeah, it's been a while. 2007 or something like that. And uh, it was, it was, uh, uh, wonderful task and uh we got put, got paid to write it so we got an advance on it which if you don't know what an advance is that people think they just give you money well it is, that's not how it works no <laughs> they no. actually give you and it's just why it's called that an advance on your royalties so in other words you have to pay back your advance. <laughs> you have to pay back all the royalties of all the advance yeah yeah of oh. all of the advance so I mean, I, I like it personally that way because, number one, you get a nice, fat, big check. Uh, and number two, I, I figure once we've done the book, you got you go, we got a nice check for it. And then, uh, you know, anything after that is gravy. And, it, and it's been good. You know, we haven't got millions of dollars on it, but it's been a, a nice little here and there thing on it. And uh, But uh, our last royalty check came in. It was a total of... Uh, for, well, 82 cents because we have to split it. We have to split it. <laughs> <laughs> have oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I take that back because we also have an agent. So she gets a cut and I imagine her check. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so was... when 80 cents, what, I mean, it had to be what, a dollar 10? <laughs> she probably got, I don't know if she got 20 cents. She probably, she got, probably got 30 cents out, out of it. Maybe. Yeah, she probably got 11 cents on it. She doesn't get that much. <laughs> And she's still talking to me, so that's just amazing in itself. Well, that that'll you know, it's going through the college. 
Uh, I know. Well, you know, I have to say, though, it was a really good experience. It was fun. And you're right. People think like, oh, oh you're fun. millionaires, right? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> but you know what I do appreciate? I will tell you. So oh, fun, she says. You had, I know. Well, fun now because we're not living through that pain, right? Through the hell again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'll I will never say... write another book with you again. <laughs> once told me. Oh, yeah, that was after the second one. Um, <laughs> but the first one. Um, no, but do you remember that they wanted it? So, I mean, they were perfectionists, right? Which is good. Yeah. But yeah. they, we literally had to rewrite portions of that twelve times, if you remember. Oh, uh, too many times. Yeah, like twelve rewrites. So mm. yeah, but I will say that they put their, you know, editors on it and really held us to task, which was good because we learned a lot out of it. You know. They did let us get more words. <laughs> yes, they did, but we, we we blew away our uh word count. <laughs> we did, we did, yeah. but we we did cut a bunch, but uh, still, <laughs> yeah. The second yeah. one was the one we had, or actually, the third one was the one we had some pain. <laughs> there was a lot of brutal ones in it. I thought uh -huh. the third one was uh, one of the easier ones to write. No, well, that was the one we nearly strangled each other. Because, yeah, because we ended up having to, I think we each had so many stories, right? No, it was that. No, that was the second ghost one. Ghost of but, Day. That was Ghost, ghost of day. day. That was Ghost yeah. of Day. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but, that was um, the one you said you'd never work with me again. But I did, did write with me. Yeah, you did. When, <laughs> when money's involved, it's funny how you can change your opinion. No, I had to cool <laughs> off. I had to cool off a little. <laughs> you know, it was just a lot of stress. That's all. So if you don't know, writing a book was challenging with Maureen because <laughs> she had, she's she and I are not the exact same personality types. Uh huh. Number one, she's anal. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. actually had to she actually had to physically type the book. I wasn't allowed to type. So because <laughs> well, you henpeck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, says the girl who wants it when she erases that instead of just going over <laughs> it and backing out delete. No, she has to backspace every freaking digit to get to the word she was at or whatever. Because I could type faster than oh, just yeah. going in and highlighting and deleting. Sure, sure you could. Sure you could. Tick, I could. Tick, 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 I'm tick, a quick tick, typer. Tick. Yeah, Typist. Right. Is that what you say? Typist? Yeah, typer? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nowadays, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But anyway, there was... Uh, yeah, some interesting, interesting stories you put in there, especially the first one. Well, and the second one, right? Ghost Chronicles oh, yeah. and more Ghost Chronicles. So no, no, the third one is more Ghost Chronicles. Right, but I said the stories were kind of. Well, you said they, the first and the second one is actually the first and the third. Correct. One. Well, I meant the Ghost Chronicles books. Oh. Okay. Not 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 slipping the Ghost of Day in. Stuck that TV in. <clears throat> that was Which a coffee turned, table book. A toilet book, as I like to call it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was but, a little, you know, that was good, but I have to tell you, I was disappointed that we had to delete so much information. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because we did. Well, we put a we, lot we, of. We had a word count. We just blew that one away, too. Oh, my God. Almost doubled it, I think. Cause... And you got to realize that originally book, that book was originally, I think it was a uh, supposed to be on re re uh, restaurants. It's supposed to be 
restaurant restaurant stuff on it. I think it was part of uh, it. I don't think it had to be, but re- oh no, it was like we were supposed to rate locations and do a little stirs. Or, yeah, so we ended up changing the whole damn thing because some brilliant person named Ron Cole uh, came up with the idea of having a ghost story for each day of the year. Uh huh. Three hundred and sixty-five days of ghosts. Did we do three sixty-six? Did we throw an extra one in? I'm not sure. No, we didn't. We did three sixty-five, but we had a now lot of really I'm good curious. stories. I am a lot of good stories, except for we had to mm-hmm. shorten them. We did. But at least people know how. If there's a story, they can go look and research themselves. They they may not have been aware of the story, right? So yep. now they they at least have an intro to it, and then they have to investigate it a little bit more. So we're putting the onus on the person reading too, I have to uh, say. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, so. so. <laughs> going back to whatever the hell we were talking about uh, the first time, which is Ghost Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, more Ghost Chronicles. And we were talking about some of the cases that uh, we talk about in the books. And by the way, if you, before we get into some of this stuff, we want to talk. If if you read didn't read the book, then the, the books are written in Maureen's voice and my voice. And the font actually changes when she's doing whatever she's doing and I'm doing whatever I'm doing. So for instance, if we're thinking it's in my font, if it's speaking, it's in my font, but if it switches over, then it goes back to that. And you'll see that because you'll it'll change from feminine, feminine to <laughs> male, male to feminine. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, but I think, you know what, we we actually painstakingly went through video. Oh, painstakingly for you anyways. Yeah, yeah, for me. So we went through a lot of videos, right, so that we could make sure that it was yeah. accurate, accurate. Yeah. to what we were writing because we were, wanted to make sure that we provided the correct details because, as you say, like time passes by, right, you could tend mm-hmm. to forget exactly how it happened or transpired or yeah. things were said. So going through all those videos, yeah, they were painful. Um, and there were times, where, you know, we thought something happened in a particular way. I mean, both of us, and then we played it back. It's like, oh, wow, it wasn't. It was this way. It's like, oh, that's interesting. But the, it, the book itself is written in our voices, and it's, it's like you're being there with it. It's like you're a fly on the wall. So you actually see and think, not only see, but you get to go into our heads as well and what we're thinking at the time and everything else, which was a, a lot of hate for me, I noticed in that book. But, it uh, wasn't anyway. hate for you, but there was <laughs> time when I was, all right, so there was times when I was channeling, right? Um, yeah. Something for people about who driving, don't know. you want to drive an axe in my head. Well, I yeah, I but that was that. at the Lizzie Borden house. Uh-huh. Hello? Uh-huh. <laughs> It wasn't me. It was it was the spirit who wanted to drive an axe no, in your so head. You got hacked, in other words. I did. You got hacked by a Spiritually spirit. hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can do anything about that, but literally. But um, yeah, no. so I think for me, a lot of times you had to kind of fill in the blanks, right? So, or you look at the video and details yeah. um, because I... When you're channeling and bringing in spirit, it's difficult to kind of, depending how deep you go in, I hate to say trance, but it is, you're in a space of the in-between. And so a lot of times you'll be getting information that I might be saying things and I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, you know, when it comes out to that point, it gets really intense. So, yeah. So Ron had to fill in those spots, I guess. Yeah, whatever the spots were. If we saw spots. 
if we saw spots. <laughs> See spot run. But I mean, the, the book right. is it's loaded with really cool stories, and we're not just saying it because we wrote them, just because they, it's true. I mean, we got everything from exorcisms to like you know the Lizzie Borden houses, the lighthouses, to, to uh, my husband's was. first experience, right? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, there is a little sex in there. I have. To there is with uh, the paranormal slip, visitor. We slipped, <laughs> we slipped a little sex in there, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Not between us, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, no, not clear. at all. No, 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 no. But I uh, will say that was what I was talking to McKenna about today. I was telling her all about, you know, Stephen, my husband, and his experiences. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that, like, yeah. that was at the Concord Colonial End. So that, that was, uh, if you want to be interested in that one, check that one out on right. uh, the book. But, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was traumatic experience for him, I believe. It was. In fact, he told me the next morning that, you know, the next time you go paranormal investigating with Ron, you sleep in another bedroom. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I mean, and when you say the proverbial, like, you know, deer in a headlight look, um, that was what his eyes. Oh, my goodness. I don't think his eyes could have gotten any larger and they were all watery. And I'm like, what is the matter I, with you? I can you? picture that, by the way, just from the book. <laughs> We we wrote when we wrote it. You you just described it perfectly. It was just good. Oh yeah, yeah. and they even made us like subdue it a little bit, if you remember. Yeah. Like we were kind of making light of it because guess what? When you're a medium and your husband thinks you're crazy for oh yeah, they they, they actually wanted us not to put that in there. Yeah, they they were like, how is that funny? Because of course, the next morning when he told me what happened, I'm laughing hysterically, right? (laughs) And I'm like, oh my god, you cheated on me with this with a ghost. Um, But he didn't find it very funny, and neither did the the editors and the publisher because she was like, how is that funny, Maureen? How is that funny? I'm like, listen, I'm vindicated. I'm now, you know, he realizes all these years that maybe, you know, he kind of suspected it was real, but now he knows and he was a little terrified from it. So I said, I'm sorry if, uh, you know, after 25 years, I think that was it, like 25 years we were married by then. I was like, I, I think it's great that I finally, you know, and that's why the spirit did what she did. Because I mentioned oh, that in the yeah. hotel room, that he needed to have an experience. By the way, be careful what you say when, <laughs> when you're in a haunted environment, because she was, you know, very obliging to. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, I actually called for her, but she didn't help me out at all. No, because she was coming to my house. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember the way it happened. I was waiting. I know, but if you remember. We had the conversation. You kept, you were like, why didn't Steve show up tonight? Yeah, you know, <laughs> right? And I said, well, that's because he doesn't, he, he's afraid of the, of death, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and he also, um, you know, he's not really into this and you guys are lucky and maybe he just needs an experience for himself. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> I did say that. And, uh, yeah, we certainly did. So I remember us thanking her the next morning saying, well, thank you. You know, never heard from her again. So she really was, you know, kind of helped out, came to my aid, you might say. And uh, I wonder if you know, we had just done a broadcast from the room 24 at the Hawking Yes, Lord we did. Inn, and I yeah. believe that was on Told You That. I wonder if it's still on there. Hmm, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, if I do, I I'll, put the link, I'll put the link on uh, 
uh, our page. And, oh, yeah, uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I'd be curious. God, that was a long time ago. I'd have to remember. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we, we have been with, we've been with, well, we, I've been with told you that. <laughs> I was with you in the beginning. In the beginning, but I mean, but I've I been changed. with them since, you know, Correct. for, I don't know, over 20, about 20 years, probably. So whatever. it has How to be. 2005, if you think about it, the book came out how in 2007. Long is, how long is the station? But let me see if I can get Roy in here. <laughs> Go ahead, keep talking. No, but I mean, I'm trying to think. So the book was written. We wrote it. Came out in 2007. It takes a year and a half. So it's got to be that it was like 2005 when we were writing it. 2004, 2005. Oh my goodness. So that's what. I don't know. 19 years ago. So yeah, I mean, right around the time, right around the time, I think with uh, Toji Nut, because we were doing at the time we had just, I think we had just we, started. We doing, no, we were, we were, well, we. God. We were doing WCCM before that. We were on WCCM and and we were on uh, Ghost Village as well. Correct. I don't know what yeah. Ghost Village was. Ghost Village was way back. Way I back. Hmm. So yeah. But, uh, Jeff Belanger's Ghost Village. Uh, yeah, we we did all, we did almost I think a hundred shows for them. Uh, but and yeah, they yeah. went on for iTunes, right? Oh yeah, iTunes. Oh, I got more hate mail when that went off iTunes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we we really didn't have control over that. No, well, we kind of did. We could somebody, put it back up. You could. Somebody left up. the show. That's right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, but then you okay. That's had... that's one thing. People always ask me that. How come? Whatever happened to Maureen? How come she left? So here's your chance. Yeah, Maureen Set was the record straight. Health problems. So you're talking to yourself in the third person now. That's interesting. No, I said when you're asking about Maureen, mm -hmm. it's more about like I. If you remember, I was working a full time job all the time. Yes, you and were. And I was having a lot of different health issues. And mm -hmm. going out, sometimes I was just, it, it was too much. <laughs> no, but no. I mean, I think the one that really made me realize that I needed to make a change was the Lizzie Borden house. Because uh, I went to the Lizzie Borden house and that literally took a huge toll on me. Um, I mean, it was crazy. You got to admit it was a, you know, it was a rough night. And physically, you know, channeling the spirits. And when you're not knowing where you're going and you're going mm. into an environment where, you know, it could be whatever, right? You, you're just, and if you've had a day, so that's why I was telling this girl today, McKenna, it's like, listen, you're going into a place, you're, you're not knowing where you're going. That's fine. Except for the fact, and I understand all that, but when you're working a full-time job and your energy might be low, a day, day or two, and then you go out and you try and investigate. It just really, sometimes it would take a toll. So that was one of the reasons why I had to take, really take a step back. Because mm -hmm. I had to pick and choose at the time what I could actually have energy for. And that had to be working and, you know, continuing with my day job. Because that was right after she said she was going to drive an axe in my head. So I think I had <laughs> a little... I think I had something to do with it. I'm just curious. No, anyway. it was because, you know, I mean, a lot of energy like you when you're channeling, you you know, it's it's not as like everybody thinks, oh, it's entertainment or. They oh, think hell it's no. This, 
glamorous or, oh, she's faking or acting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, and I know you know, that that is the total opposite of what it is. Um, You know, and even when, even now, I mean, I choose to do readings more so. I mean, I've done some some things and gone to people's houses over the years, you know, the last couple Mm -hmm. of years and done some events. But I've chosen to spend a lot of time doing readings because it's a different energy. I mean, when I'm reading for somebody, it's more their loved ones coming through and it's not going to a location that somebody murdered people and you're picking up on that energy and and feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just a totally different experience. When you signed up with me, you thought it was really glamorous, but... Well, Well, no, I feel like it was a training ground, to be honest with you. Oh, that's, that's, that's what I was practice no i enjoyed everybody the group i loved everybody which is why i held out for so long and wanted to keep doing it but i just knew that it was getting to be to the point where um you know my immune system was just not great and i have to tell you i even had a doctor okay buy our book and say oh my god maureen now i know why you know, you have all these health issues. <laughs> oh, please blame it on me again. I know. <laughs> no, it. I no, no. That was coming. Like I would have. Well, here's the thing. It taught me to protect myself better because doing energy work, we're all energy. So when there would be times where I would start, you know, we'd pick up on a spirit, let's say, who died of tuberculosis, right? Yep. And I'm over there coughing and I can't breathe hacking. and mm. hacking away, and then. I end up feeling that. And if I didn't do a good job of, you know, at the time, you know, if I was too tired and I didn't spend enough time to do protecting myself, I could actually end up going to the doctors or something in in a few days later. And she'd be like, you know, let me do a run a test. Oh, you're fine. I don't know what's going on, but I'm still hacking away. (laughs) So, I mean, early on, Ron, do you remember your hockey experience? Yes. Do you remember when you were playing hockey and I ended up, and it cost me like $1,500 yes. because yeah. I had That's to pay for real. an MRI because my neck was frozen. <laughs> right. Sucks and, to be well, my, my neck was frozen. My, yep. I was having headaches. I was nauseous. And I'm like, and I had had an accident like a year before that or something. So when the doctors were like, are you okay? Well, well we need to make sure you're okay. Let's go do an MRI. I wasn't okay until I talked to you and you to- and I explained what was going on. And you're like, what is it? What are you feeling? <laughs> so, and I told you and you're like, oh, well, I just mashed myself into the boards in hockey. And I said, well, you got a concussion. I didn't okay. mash myself. I got driven. You different. got driven into the boards. But remember <laughs> I said, I think you have a concussion because, mm. and as soon as I find out where it's coming from, I'm fine. That's good. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's wonderful. If I could have found that out before I spent $1,500 for an MRI, it'd been great. Yeah, but I mean, quite frankly, there were times when I was concerned about not, you know, people say, oh, you're scared. It's like, no, Uh, except maybe when we went to Moose's house there. But (laughs) oh, yeah, that was crazy. That's in a book, too. But you can you can check that out. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, and but I, I, there are times when, quite frankly, I was concerned about you. It's like, 
you know, I mean, because you went through a lot. You really did. You went through a, a hell of a lot of things. I mean, and you know, everybody thinks, well, oh, all these wonderful spirits come through and they're just like a holly jollies and unicorns and rainbows. But I mean, you've channeled some nasty stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, I remember a couple of times when you were growling and hissing and oh, I know. Uh, stuff like that. I mean, that was pretty nasty stuff. And uh, uh, so, I mean, I wasn't scared, but I was certainly concerned about your health after, after that. Well, look um, at the puck wedgie, right? Yeah. That was yeah. bizarre because after we were done, I don't remember really a lot of it other than the fact when we were done, it felt like I had bitten something and I had blood in my mouth. Like, cause you have that mm -hmm. taste of metallic taste and it felt like I had blood in my mouth. Right. And I kept putting my fingers near my lips to see if I had any blood and, and it wasn't, there was nothing. So I was feeling what experiencing maybe their memories. So, oh, I, we're almost, Ooh, <laughs> We're almost break time already. Yeah, he was saying that 2011 that he corrected himself. I was going to tell him he's he's uh, not right. That was our producer Roy. He was telling us. I think that's when he came aboard. But uh, 2007, uh, okay, that that I would say even earlier because we. I that's what I said. Did, 2005. The book because came the out book in 2007. Yeah. Yeah, and and we did that. And one of the chapters is uh, we just returned from, uh, and we were doing the the uh, broadcast. And uh, I'm gonna have to go on, on. Yeah, I have to go on the line. Anyway, we've got to take a break. Break, break, a break. <laughs> I still can't speak after all these years. Uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, the original Ghost Chronicles with Maureen Wood and Ron Kolick, right here on Tojinet. And we're all good podcasts to play. And we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Bethune, Massachusetts. The Galant Messier Family Law Group, 50, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. And our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. You too can become a member for a mere three buckaroos a month uh, and get access to over 50, 50, 50, I can't speak now, uh, videos. <laughs> videos? Yeah, and so forth. So check it out on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We'll be right back after the following messages right here on TojiNet Radio. you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Located in Illinois, there lies a sleepy little town where nothing is a common occurrence. 
You going to that party in town tonight? Heck yeah! I only turned 18 once. That is until the night of celebration. Where the hell is she? Oh no. No, 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 Jessica! Creators of Shadowhunters, bite me! Comes a tale of primal terror. Grindcore mayhem. Shadowhunters, kill Jessica! Kill! I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. going to say it. I couldn't remember if you're going to answer it. Jeez. I was, but I can't do that whole list of everything you do, so have at it. Have at what? Thank you. We're back. You're <laughs> listening to Ghost Chronicles with Marvin Wood and Ron Kolick right here in Tochinet, and we're all good. Or not so good podcasts have played. We're or good. As Steve, as, as Steve says, we're all good podcasts go to die. Yeah, no. <clears throat> no. no, it's good. I actually want to say hello to a friend out in Mississippi, by the way. She bought our books. Mississippi, Daphne. She bought our books. She was very excited. She loves them. So, and I know she's been listening. She's starting to listen to the Tojinet. So she's Um, the one who gave us the 41 cents. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But she would, you know. She would. She was born in. Uh, she was so funny. So she's listening to Toji Net. She's listening to the show. She listened to the last one we did, right? Uh-huh, and she comes back and well, she starts laughing because she goes, "Oh my God, I was born in Massachusetts and I couldn't understand some of the words you guys were saying." <laughs> so she's like, oh, and what? then I realized it was the New England accent. I gotta get back into listening to that. 
that's that's me i have my own accent uh i actually put on my my facebook page which you can join me by the way it is go ron colick ronald excuse me ronald colick on facebook and uh i just posted the uh boston dad on there he's funny as hell <laughs> i will have to look at that here it is so here in the first book ghost chronicles at the Concord colonial and 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 uh, it says right here, Eric was our producer back then. You're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live on TojiNet. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the Gatekeeper of the Realm. You, hey, you know what? It hasn't changed a bit. With me no, tonight is, my, as usual, is my co-host, psychic investigator from the New England Ghost Frederick, the Queen of Pain, Maureen Wood. See Broadcasting that? live from the haunted Concord Colonial Inn. So we did a live broadcast with our special, yes. special guest, Arthur, the head waiter. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Anyway. But you know what? So it had to be 2005, just because yeah. that book came out in 2007. So. Yeah, it took us a little while to read it. I mean, make it read, uh, to write read it. it. Well, write it. the whole yeah, process, people don't get it when you go through a legitimate publisher and you're oh not the days before self-publishing. Um, it was it's a year and a half at least. Yeah. Right. And I mean, because they have to do the editing and the book design, the cover design and then the marketing and the whole thing and the printing. So, yeah, it's a lot to it. Yep, sure is. And the deadlines. <laughs> Giving us deadlines, right? We, so. did it. we did it. We did it. We did it. I have to admit, though, I had a of course. Another thing you have to realize that uh, Maureen couldn't come over to my house. I always had to go over to her house to write. <laughs> I have the nice big computer, Ron. Yeah. My right, right? my iMac or yeah. Yeah. But you always had more problems with than the. No way! You yeah, had so, your oh, little this, chair I, I, sitting I, I, on I the side. The, yes, well, I have that. You went and bought me a chair, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, you had your chair, my big desk, and we were able to write, and I could type it, yeah, when, and it was a big was enough screen you could desk. see it. Yes, but I was you could outside see it. the desk. Yes, Sometimes. you were. It was in front of you. All right. Well, <laughs> but you could see it because the screen is literally 25, 30 inches. So. Yeah. Right. Like a yeah, television I remember, screen. I remember, I remember the time Steve came in and brought us watermelon. Yeah, he always <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. And my mother, remember my mother would visit? He would go in and check on us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> my mother would come and visit because she'd like to stop in and she'd see us. I'm like, Mom, we're writing. And <laughs> she'd poke her head in the door. <laughs> and, and you know what's really weird is because we were doing more Ghost Chronicles. And uh, we were in the same room doing the same setup of course i had to go to her other right whatever anyways uh <laughs> and we both had this this weird feeling we heard somebody come in we both had this weird feeling it was your mother do you remember that yes yep it was I know. so strange <sighs> i know that was but actually that it wasn't she was already passed by then yeah, she was passed. Yeah, she was passed. We, we neglected to say that, though. Oh, we did. But, but we she, yes. me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she was she was passed by then. But um, mm -hmm. and we did. We actually wrote one of the chapters, right? Um, my mom was in the chapter, and it was oh, the. I forgot about that. Yeah, remember we that? that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
because it was ex oh. the time when we were talking about um, the lighthouse in Connecticut, right? I have no clue. No, and then we did the the uh, seance in the upstairs of the lighthouse. Yeah. Right. Yep. So we had we that, and that was the, on uh, the Emmy, American actually, Builders. The, Emmy, uh, the one that won Builders. the Emmy from the American Builders. I still see Brian Gurry doing commercials. Really? <laughs> yeah. He does them for uh, Anderson. Oh, he does? Yeah, Anderson. Oh, I've never. Well, Brian I don't Gurry, watch yeah. a lot of uh, like cable or anything. Either. I don't either, but he just shows up on my screen. <laughs> Ooh. It's like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, not for nothing. But remember after we did that investigation, right? Do you remember mm -hmm. when we were at WCCM and we were broadcasting um, from there and we were talking, we're interviewing uh, Jimmy and Brian Gurry? Like, is it Gurry? I keep saying his name Yeah, Gurry. Gurry. Well, you're so, asking me, the guy who can't pronounce any names at I all? I know. Well, remember when it was so cool because we were talking about things. Now, keep in mind, Jimmy's like the construction guy, right? So Jimmy yep. is the one, Mr. Non-Believer and blah, blah, blah. And so he gets, you know, he, they're calling us up. We're talking about what happened during the investigation when we were out mm -hmm. at the lighthouse. And all of a sudden, it literally sounded through the whole, nobody was playing the boards, was doing anything. And it we were interrupted in our conversation with a foghorn. Do you yep. remember that? Yep. We had this like really loud sounding foghorn, like it would be from the ocean. Like, an, you know, you mm -hmm. were, you would hear that if it was, you know, something that you needed to hear when you're out on the boat. Right. And they thought yeah, like it happened actually, that night at three o'clock in the morning. We were trying to yeah, sleep at four o'clock, whatever the hell it was. Well, he made a comment like, oh, that's funny. What did you guys do? Have someone, you know, play that on with the boards? And we're like, mm, nope. Mm. That that kind of happened. And then who else were we talking to that um, basically was trying to edit that film? Was it that one or another one? They were oh, trying that was to Mark Apostle. Mark Apostle. Whatever his name is. Yeah. He actually had a different investigation that he was they were putting in the studio when they were editing the film and editing everything for the show. And uh, all the people getting all freaked out because they're having all these electrical problems at the location and nobody wanted to be inside the room while they were editing because they were having experiencing issues, mm -hmm. which I thought was very interesting because yeah, the, funny part, the funny part about it, though, is that we uh, contacted him years later to uh, give an update or something like that. We did an interview and then he like changed totally you said oh i you know i i had more thoughts to think about it and and uh yeah i i don't think anything was really i you know maureen really wasn't channeling uh ron was giving her all the prompts it's like oh my god well but you know what i don't what, what a difference between this but that know, happens a lot that happens yeah, a lot brain. yeah you don't you want to deny it that's basically i mean think about it even um Brian, who is the guy from Channel Nine? Um, that we oh, remember uh, the first four Halloween specials that we did. Remember that? Yeah, of course I do. He, the first one was at the Wyndham, and yep. he freaked out because of the communication we had with, you know, um, the spirit there. And so what happens is the next time we see him, oh, he's convinced himself that that was, you know, really what didn't happen and it wasn't real. And, mm -hmm. you know, over the years of talking with so many different people, I realize it's there. They try to rationalize it 
so that yeah, they can logically absolutely. accept it. Because if they turned around and all of a sudden had this life changing epiphany, it literally would try to rechange and rewire all of their other thought processes. And I don't think that they can really handle that. Yeah. You know, so that's the way to convince themselves their logic takes over and they, they try to change it. So, I mean, I'm good with that. I, I, if that's what you need, if people need to do that to sleep at night, then that's okay. I guess. I, well, I mean, I'm not here to convince people. It's, it's, it's basically it, it, what it is, is pareidolia where you, uh, where you, uh, your brain wants, you know, explanations. They want it doesn't like disorder. It wants to know everything, explain everything. But uh, when it does, it uh, fills in it, the gaps with something else. Yeah, it fills in. Well, yeah, it just makes it. It's like you know, yeah, basically the same. And I think I got his name because I, I'm looking at a book because we documented everything on it. Uh, Do we have his full name idea? Brian Bates. Brian Bates. I'm. Hmm. Why? How did we forget that? Is it Norman Bates? No like if I want to. <laughs> I know. Um, um, never mind. Get my mind out of that gutter again. <laughs> well, it's not so much the gutter, but it's a horror movie, right? Yeah, well, I had another comment, but I kept it back. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I would have done like naming, you know, try to remember someone's name, sometimes I'll align it with something else so that I do remember. I can't remember anybody's name. You know, I don't, even if I know you, I can't remember your name. I screw it up. How long uh, did it take me, Stacy, to get Tracy? I called it Tracy for how many years? Yeah, but you know that's like you know Saint Jean always says you have verbal dyslexia, so. Or verbal diarrhea, one or the other. <laughs> no dyslexia, that's fine, you know. But that's okay. I, that's what I makes my, you I you. Call my, I call my my son's wife, the girl, because I forget her name half the, the time. The girl. The girl. Really, you call Beth the girl? Yep. The, the girl. <laughs> we love you anyway, Beth. <laughs> yeah, the girl. Uh, yeah. The girl. Oh, mine is boy. a terrible thing to waste, but <sighs> mine's been wasted a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When it comes to that stuff. The language and names, I might as well just. But, I mean, it's, it, we had, I mean, we really had some cool adventures that we worked out together. I mean, lighthouses have always been fun, of course, but. I mean, there are other cases that people don't think about. You know, you, you know, you talked about uh, how the Lizzie Borden house affected you. I remember, uh, of course, we did the first investigation at the Houghton Mansion, which became a mm -hmm. paranormal playground for years until it was uh, resold. Oh, they they actually auctioned off everything in the inside this this year. No way, they did. Yeah, yeah. all the, all the Mason stuff. All the... Oh, that's sad. I, I I would have went, but I had an investigation the, that day, which somebody didn't show up. But that's another story. Uh, who was that? Who didn't show? I Me? don't know. I, yes. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, the governor's house. Uh, oh, oh well, I, think, well, I, told I you think it's make it. I think it was my daughter's. Uh, <laughs> oh, because I had. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Anyway, oh, but, hey, uh, she just graduated from the, you know, from the FBI Academy. Oh, she did graduate. She did. She graduated uh, this past, well, last Thursday. Oh, I, I've seen. I saw something on her a little while ago. I mean, I do get her. Her. She's in my feed sometimes. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So. Uh, 
yeah, so you went through that quite a bit. And uh, uh, you did, oh, that's what I was getting at. You did the first, oh, the auction of all the stuff. I would have went to that auction because I always, always, always wanted one of those uh, tables with the copper. Oh, copper. yeah. Oh, I wanted that so badly. I wonder what they ended up getting for a price for those. I don't know. They, they were made in Lawrence. I know that. Um, that's how much I wanted them. I looked into the history of the damn things. But I, I do have some, uh, it's called souvenirs from there uh, that was given to me. So I am not without. No, but I, I just think it's kind of, well. Sad, it's but cool. Sad. It's sad that it was kind of like an uh, end of an era. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. So anyways, we were talking about uh, the, the Lizzie Borden house and how it affected you. But uh, I know that one time uh, we, we, after we had done that first investigation at the Houghton Mansion, and uh, we started doing conferences there. We did these series of conferences called mm -hmm. Contact. Uh, contact and, and uh, I was out there and um, we had some experiences there and I remember you telling me about something that you shoved in your bra. <laughs> yeah, if anybody, if I had been pulled over, right, on the way home, that could have been a very embarrassing scenario because, <laughs> you know, I literally felt like from I, I recall while I, I was channeling, I kind of went out almost, I didn't pass out, but I was out for a while. Mm. Um, and I remember, you know, it was the strangest feeling because it was like Mr. Houghton, I could hear him. He was there. And it was like, I was walking in mud trying to get back to my body and I could hear you and everybody around me. And you're like, Maureen, you know, come back. And I'm trying. It was like, I was, it was so hard for me to get back. So, but when I did, Literally for a week, um, I felt like my heart, like I had a hole in, where my heart should be, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, well, how do you fix it? You know, that you do crystal grids and you work with energy healing. So I, you know, took crystals and put them in my bra, right? But every time I, this is really TMI, but I would go, I was in work and I'd be in work and I would bend over and drop something, right? And out of my shirt would come a crystal <laughs> crystal on the floor and somebody picked it up and looked at me and it's like, what, what, where, where did this fall from? No, never mind. You just give me that back. You know, yeah, thank you. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. And then I thought about it. I said, oh man, if I would have, you know, if I, someone really knew what I was doing, they'd probably lock me up like this woman's crazy. But mm. I tell you, it worked. So listening to my intuition and actually using those crystals helped me to repair whatever energy you know, depletion or tear, if you will, I think I had from that experience over there. Mm. I, I thought it was so funny because uh, when you, well, funny now, but uh, when you were in that, that thing, that happened at, at an event, by, by the way, I wasn't even in the room. You were. No, with, uh, I was room. walking my girlfriend around to show her. Yeah. And that was like, probably not a good idea. But and anyway. they came and get me and they, they said, oh, like, you know, like, and then like, and and uh, Betty saying, "Oh, well, call an ambulance or something." And I was like, uh, "What am I going to say? Yeah, yeah can, <laughs> she's possessed. Can you uh, come and get her? Uh, you're going to come and get me." But anyways, it's like uh, whatever. Uh, but that, I mean, that was a an interesting place in itself. And oh, absolutely. And do, you, do you remember what happened to your friend from uh, Vermont? Uh yeah, yep. Um, 
Joe. Remember Joe? That was Joe from Vermont and Patrice. Oh We've met and, so many people over the years, huh? Oh my God, yeah. Well, they yeah. were very intrigued, and it, you know, he was a veteran. Mm -hmm. uh, he still is. He's he's alive, but unfortunately, Patrice isn't. Um, oh, sorry. But um, but Joe was, you know, someone who always wondered about life after death. Right. So mm -hmm. he was actually friends of my husband to begin oh, with. Scary, uh, scary. Speaking about that, Bob Corey's passed. Oh, when did he pass? I don't know. It was last, last year, I guess. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Uh, he was one of the original members of the of uh, the Wing of the Ghost Project. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was named uh, businessman of the businessman of the month and and uh drake it and uh so they did an interview with me and we were and we were talking about you know the, the beginnings of the ghost project and everything else and i mentioned bob Corey's, and the guy told me he had passed because i wasn't even aware of it oh i'm sorry to hear that that's awful yeah. i'm sorry back to that no that's, that's okay um, but, <laughs> but but with joe joe was very intrigued to see if there was truly life after death right mm -hmm. so he decided now my husband would never step foot in any of these but just saying um so joe and and patrice wanted to make a weekend of it so they came to the conference um and he kept, remember we he kept saying i just want an experience maureen i yeah. just want an experience and so he got an experience so we were in uh, one of the rooms upstairs and i want to say the spirit that mary was coming through and um <clears throat> is it john was the the butler not the butler, he, the chauffeur. The chauffeur, I'm sorry. Yeah. So when you'd go in the back room, you'd walk in, and you always knew when he was around because I believe he committed suicide, right? After, yeah, in the barn. After having driven in his, like we believe, his love, Mary, ended up dying, he ended up taking his own life. So you'd always know when he was around, at least I would, because I'd get the pain in my head as if, you know, I'd been shot in the head. So mm -hmm. Joe's walking down the hall. I kept saying, Joe, I feel like this energy is here. So he's like, oh, I got to experience it. Well, there's a guy who's, I want to say Joe is about 6'6", six, six, you know, big. big guy, big, big, 300 and something heavy like too. a yeah. heavy guy, 300 and something pounds, big, big, big guy. And he goes in the hallway and all of a sudden he's literally like up on tippy toes, right? Up mm -hmm. against the wall like frozen there poor patrice's wife who's this little thing is panicking and i start realizing that joe was getting what he asked for because joe wanted no matter what he kept saying i want an experience and i could hear um that that was what the chauffeur was trying to do is help him have that experience right so as soon as we figured out who it was and i started doing energy work now mind you at first i'm looking at joe and i'm thinking oh my god my husband's gonna kill me right because it's friends of my husband and all we need is to have something happen to him, right? Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, when we finally got him so he was standing on his feet and not up on his toes, because he wasn't standing on them, it was literally like you could have put a piece of paper under his toes. <laughs> it was not even on the floor. Um, but then he kind of slid down the wall and after when he realized where it was coming from, he thanked the chauffeur and said, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for showing me that. And then that was it. But he calls my husband and he was ecstatic and excited for his experience. And I got home and my husband's like, what are you trying to do? Brainwash Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't do it. He, he asked for an experience and he got one. So, yep.
I mean, that place was really good. I mean, we, uh, Josh Mantello, who farmed Berkshire Paranormal after we did that first investigation, he was the one that called us in originally. Oh, his father did, Nikki did. And uh, they started their own group, and we became really good friends with them. But uh, he had built uh, a psychomanthium chamber there, and mm-hmm. uh, we we uh, we did an experiments. We had uh, Jane Doherty, who that particular time, and she works with the crystal skulls, so uh, she was uh, there too. So, anyways, we we decided to do this broadcast. Uh, I think it was for Ghost Village at that time, and uh, we went in the. Uh, Psychomanthian chamber, you and I. If you don't know what psychomanthian <laughs> chamber is, it's just this little tiny, tiny room. It basically has one chair in it, and that's it. I mean, there's a big mirror in the front of it. The chair is tilted back so you don't see yourself in the mirror. There's a, a backlight, usually a candle, but they also have electric light you do, which was in there. So it's totally pitch black. So it's made for one person. So I'm scrunched in the in front of the mirror, and I mean like front of the mirror, I mean, pasted against the wall, and Maureen's in the chair, and I've got the stupid little recorder, as, as I did all the original Ghost Chronicles with, and I'm sitting there, uh, you know, we're going through the thing and everything. Then all of a sudden, Maureen starts to chant a little bit, and th- well, actually, it, it started a little bit before there. The, the mirror started getting, like, all smoky, like, mm-hmm. like there was smoke in it, and then uh, Maureen started to get the channel in, and then I actually saw what appeared out of the smoke, it formed itself into a skull, and then it, it actually came out of the mirror. So here I am laying uh, <laughs> uh, crunched below the mirror, and this this thing's coming out of the mirror. And uh, all of a sudden, Maureen starts to channel, and, and then she stands up, which is like no room to stand up really that much. And I'm like, oh, crap, here I am crunched down on the floor, barely can move, and like she's towering over me with this channel and this thing. It's like, oh, my God. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And I remember Mm. coming out of the air and everybody's laughing hysterically um, because I was like, honest to God, like it looked like I stuck my finger in a light socket. Right. Oh, it looked like we had made out. That's what most people thought. (laughs) That's what they thought. Yeah. Get out of this dark room and like her hair's all mussed up and (laughs) like, like, oh, man. Yeah, I actually posted that picture on uh, Ghost Chronicles joke that we did. Yeah, yeah, it was a riot. It was funny, but it was a riot. You know what? We run out of time. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Well, this was fun. Yeah. So you'll be back next month and we'll go. We're going to have a guest next time. So uh, you you won't have to listen to us ramble on. Oh, but it's fun reminiscing, at least. I I enjoy it. At least for us. But the listeners enjoy enjoy something. (laughs) Um, We didn't give details, though. They need to read the books. Oh yeah, you got it. I mean, they go into it. Like I said, it's just like you're being, you're at there. Yeah, you're there on the investigation with you. You see and hear everything. Uh, so it's 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 not descriptive. You're actually real time there. It's kind of cool. I I'm yeah. impressed with it. Make sure Nobody you keep believes, the lights on. Nobody <laughs> believes I wrote it, by the way, since I can't speak English. Or, well, make or, sure you keep the lights on because people have been to- um, gotten feedback. They're a, a little nervous and terrified oh, when they're reading quick it. Quick story, quick story. The the, the, was, the, the house next to us is, is, is a rental house. So we had a, a, a young couple in there, and I gave them a copy of Ghost Chronicles to read one day. And then uh, the next day I came out to the and, and they said, you can have this back, Ron. Uh, the Spanish couple. And uh, I said, why you didn't like it she says i sat down with my husband to read the book we started reading i had a glass of wine i'm drinking the wine and reading the book and all of a sudden the 
the wine glass shattered in my head. <laughs> no, I don't want any more part of that. Point taken. <laughs> All right, we got to go. You've been All listening right. to Ghost Chronicles, the original Ghost Chronicles with Maureen Wood and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet. Brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Bethune, Massachusetts, the Glant Messy Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. And our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles, member Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Become a member, three bucks a month. See you next time. God bless. Merry good Christmas, night. everyone. Good night. God bless. Merry Christmas. Bye. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.